Hello folks and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast, Season 13, Episode 25, 88 Keys on the Keyboard. Uh, today I will be exploring the question of why look for new ideas by looking at old ideas. Um, and uh, probably some other assortments of things as well. Uh, so grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product if you so indulge, and we'll get started. been doing some uh, amateurist philosophizing lately in recent episodes, um, and in my armchairist philosophizing, most of what I've done, I'd say 90% of what I've done, is look at old ideas and dismiss them. I've dismissed reformist thinking, I've dismissed revolutionary thinking, I've dismissed... Um, Marx, in large part, not entirely, but in large part, uh, I don't think I covered that on the podcast, at least recently, but uh, I covered that on Facebook, so I'll count that. Um, And I also have dismissed um, the Western medical model to psychiatric treatment. So, all these things um, I am dismissive of, or at least skeptical of, um, and that's something, um, but it, but dismissing the established ideas does nothing to go forth with new ideas. And, um, speaking of old ideas that, um, almost, uh, inhibit the ability of new ideas, Um, here's a factoid for you. There are 88 keys on the piano keyboard, um, consisting of, if I'm doing my math right, 11 octaves, uh, because there are 8 notes in an octave. Um, So 11 octaves of sound from which to choose from Uh, which you can only combine, depending on the length of the song, in a certain amount of ways. Um, The reason I'm bringing this up is to express the idea that there's only so many combinations of variables in thinking, in music in the the metaphor, but in in thinking in the larger construct. Um, There's only so many variables that can be constructed to constitute an idea. And we've been around for 200,000 years or something like that. Um, So chances are we've combined things in almost every conceivable way throughout human history. Um, And yet, we still don't have any... Well, I won't say we, we have some definitive answers, but we still have not... Um, you know, come to 
um, I don't know, any great thing in civilization. We have not created a just world. We have not um, established world peace. We have not done many of the things that I think humans endeavor to do. Um, you know, I think of, um, you know, I believe some of the, um, you know, American philosophy, or the philosophy that went into the establishment of the United States of America, uh, I think it's the preamble to the Constitution that I'm thinking of, um, says in something to the extent of, in order to form a more perfect union, um, and I think that's a metaphor for civilization, you know, we're always trying to form a more perfect civilization, or at least that, I think that's the theoretical directive of humankind, um, but I don't know if we're getting anywhere, um, and that, that perplexes me and bothers me, um, because we have pursued so many branches of knowledge, um, and we have had so many great minds within humankind, and we still haven't come up with, um, very many good solutions. Um, and if you assume that, you know, the axiom, there's nothing new under the sun is true, which I assume it is, um, then... What new ideas can we come up with? And the only idea I can come up with uh, of new ideas that we can come up with is trying to combine, make new ideas by combining old ideas. Um, you know, similar to the music analogy we have of 88 keys on the keyboard, we'll try and come up with new combinations that haven't been tried yet. Um, which, of course, defeats the there's nothing new under the sun, but you know, I'm an armchair philosopher and a rather uneducated philosopher at that, so go with me here. Um, so, if if you have to, in order to come up with new ideas, if you if you have it, bleh. let me try that sentence structure again. In order, I'm assuming that in order to come up with new ideas, you have to combine old ideas. So that really necessitates going back and studying old ideas, um, which I've done, or I am doing. Um, you know, I got a book on, or I got a Great Courses audio book on, uh, it's called The Rise of Communism, and I'm studying in two parts, um, first the ideas of Marx, and then the uh, implementation of the ideas of Marx through Russia. Um, and other powers around the world, but mainly through Russia. Uh, and then I got a uh, audio book called The Great Ideas of Philosophy, which I've just started. Uh, and I got an audio book called The Great Ideas of Psychology, with it, which I'm in, in, you know, at making some some headway on. Um, but I wonder, you know. What What is the value of studying old ideas, other than, you know, the, the hope that you'll come up with something new by studying the old? Um, it's a rather perplexing 
situation, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at here. Um, you know, I, 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 obviously I'm, I'm, I'm following some instinctual directive here, um, to, to go to, to try and go to humanity's, um, past to come, to try and theorize about humanity's future. Um, but, I don't, I don't know if I can get anywhere with that route. Um, and the problem with, with everywhere I've been going le- recently is I've been he- reaching, my, reaching dead ends and dismissing. Um, so I, I guess, I'm guess I'm questioning quite a lot here. I'm, I'm questioning whether the pursuit of new ideas via old ideas has any fruit to it. I'm wondering if old ideas at all have any fruit to them. And I'm wondering about the integrity of my thought if all I do is dismiss ideas. Because if what, if what I'm, if what I am doing, if what I am in the process of doing is looking at old ideas in search of new ideas, but all I'm going to do is dismiss the old ideas, then that seems a fruitless endeavor as well. Um, so I don't know. Um, I also have this, this, I had this realization, I think it was Thursday night, um, and the realization was that I no longer had clarity of thought. And it's a long story. Uh, and I think I've told bits and pieces of it before. But even in realizing that by virtue of having an uh brain that is divergent slash maladaptive, um, my thinking can be bad, um, by societal standards. And yet, paradoxically, um, the source of passion and the source of, um, internal integrity for me is my brain. So, if my mind is bad, but yet I rely on my mind for, um, for giving me my capability, my edge, my skill, then I've got a problem. Um, and I don't know how to solve that problem. Um, you know, I, I had the idea of checking out my ideas by a salon or a Chautauqua. I had somebody else suggest the phrase Chautauqua, and um, that was a phrase used by Persic, of course, and in the art of motorcycle maintenance, so I was like, yes, yes, I like, I like that word, I like that terminology, I think I'll use that. Um, but in, the, in any case, you know, if my mind is bad, if I reach points, you know, I, I think I just had a manic cycle. Um, and then, you know, I'm now kind of in the, in the crash phase, um, you know, where it's like, 
you know, I'm questioning the integrity of the thoughts I had while I perceived myself to be manic. Um, so if all those that thoughts are bad, then where am I? Um, is the philosophical question I'm asking. So really, I'm... In essence, I'm questioning everything that my mind has come up with recently. Every avenue my mind has explored, have I explored it with any quality, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, and doing a quick mental inventory and a quick perusal of my basic ideas and my basic thoughts lately, um, I can't see much wrong with them. I'm sure... With time and with perspective, there might be a time where I can go back to my old ideas and be critical of them and see what was wrong with them. But at this moment in time, I look at my recent thinking and I think to myself, well, I don't think that thinking was bad. So, and, and I, you know, I've had at least one person say, no, I don't think your thinking was bad. And I, actually, I think I've had two people say that. Um, so that gives me some sense of, you know, it's like, okay, the intensity and the speed at which I was thinking and pursuing knowledge was not healthy, but the thoughts and the knowledge I was obtaining or try to, trying to obtain was not inherently lacking in quality. Um, so that just leaves me with a task, really, which I've talked about many times before, but still eludes me, uh, of balancing my, my work. Um, because even, even as my day job, um, this particular day job has more value than any other day job I've had, um, I still find my mind in search of higher pursuits. And it could be because of the limitations of the position I'm in and my desire to uh, proceed further in my uh, career ambitions. Um, but whatever the reason, uh, I'm still finding myself wanting um, and maybe it's just because of the inherent sense, uh, the inherent lack that we humans feel, and I'm just experiencing the lack. Um, but I am, you know, and I'm kind of in this, uh, you know, I'm kind of depressed right now, and I'm I'm depressed because I feel like I've made a lot of effort recently to make a change. Um, and in looking back and looking forward at the state I'm in and after I've made this change, um, I feel like even though I've made a significant change, you know, in working part-time, I've had a significant change in my schedule, I don't have a lot of time off now, um, you know, so, so I mean, it's it's a significant change, and it's a um, a change that is stressing me out and tiring me out. 
Uh, and the question becomes, has this change been worth it? Um, and immediately I feel like, you know, just the instinctual first feeling is like, well, no, it hasn't paid off. It's not gotten me anywhere. Um, and I think <clears throat> the feeling that all my efforts don't get me anywhere is what perpetuates my cycle. Um, my, uh, you know, my high energy state to low energy state cycle, uh, trying to stay away from diagnostic terms here. Um, you know, because I'll, let's start with the low energy, you know, kind of depression end of the scale. Um, you know, I feel like none of my efforts are paying off. Things aren't right. Things, you know, can't get better. Things aren't good. And then some sort of inspiration, some sort of idea will hit me. Um, and, you know, this inspiration or this uh, idea seems like a good idea at the time. And it seems like it could be a catalyst for change. So I follow that idea, whatever that idea might be. And I try and, you know, get it to improve the quality of my life and uh, make life suck less, as I say. Um, and then I, you know, after I've made the change, I or I've taken whatever action it might be, I try and look back at, at it objectively and analyze it and see if it actually made life suck less. Um, and... It seems like most of the time, when I've gone through this process, and I go back and look at it and try and analyze whether my action made life suck less, um, I conclude that no, my action didn't in fact make life suck less, and then I'll go into the low energy state again. Um, and this is a repetitive cycle. Um, it's a cycle that I can't seem to break out of, and even though I'm aware of the cycle, and even though I'm aware of some coping skills and ways to deal with the cycle, I still can't break the cycle. Um, and a thought that occurred to me today is, okay, maybe you're thinking about this the wrong way. Maybe, maybe it really is fruitless to try and break this cycle. Maybe it's just the way you are in your inherent nature. Um, and if it is the only logical thing to do would be to try and take advantage of and or embrace the cycle. Um, so then I have, you know, now the question becomes, how do I try and embrace the cycle? Um, and that's kind of where the thought process ended. Um, so I guess, you know... This isn't as cohesive as I thought it might be because, well, my brain isn't in a cohesive mood, apparently. Um, but the two key questions here are, can I come up with new ideas based on old I researching old ideas? Um, and can I figure out how to embrace my cycle, um, and, you know, um, 
armchair philosopher, either due to limited knowledge and intellect or due to the inherent nature of philosophy, I have no answers to those questions. I've just found the questions. Um, so, anyway. Um, I seem to be out of steam, so um, I thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you'll continue to listen and contribute and be part of uh, this virtual community. Um, if you have feedback, send me an email, nicnacjak at gmail.com. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landing. Bye.